Welcome back to Coaches Exploring Clarity. On this episode, we'll be reviewing Chapter 16, Connection and Relationships. And it starts with a quote from Joseph Jaworski. Despite our habit of seeing ourselves as separate, solid things, our minds, our beings are not fixed. We exist in a web of relationships. This chapter for me is, is I think, one where I certainly have done probably the most growing <laughs> or accepting over the way I thought of things a year or two ago um, to now, more so on the connection piece. Like I always, through my whole business career, I knew relationships were kind of the key uh, to success. I used to have a secret weapon with the, the IT department was I became friends with all of the IT guys and... I would give them tickets to sporting events or whatever. And then when my computer broke, they were there like in, you know, in a flash to help me. <laughs> so relationships has always been something I've very been keen on, but the, this whole connection and energy piece of it was kind of new, new for me. That, that's funny. You should say that Greg, you just made me think about, um, what was actually my favorite job when I was when I worked for a corporation and it was like um it was like connection was my superpower mm. I had to persuade external people I had to persuade the internal people to do some stuff for external people neither of the groups I knew so I that was that was my job it was a crazy job actually um but somehow it worked and I was young but I, I I've forgotten about that I that I just loved that that was my job, that I had to put people together. It was so, and and help build relationships. It was it was so lovely. Um, and to probably put people together who wouldn't necessarily have been together or who wouldn't have expected to be together. So maybe I should have been a dating coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> a matchmaker. Oh, right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like this chapter actually. Yeah, and one of the things that came to mind as I read the the quote um, is the idea that we get into relationship with people and things, and we sometimes don't even know that we're doing it. Mm. And, you know, kind of thinking and and how. Let's take. I'm sure we all have had an experience of. You know, and yet the experience is only thought in the moment, sort of thing. But we all had a an experience of the Twin Towers, mm. and I watched it from Turin in Italy, live footage. I had an experience. Now, how how and a, you know, and a relationship and a thought and a feeling that went to many many thousands of, of American people going through this, as well as all sorts of strange, peculiar thoughts about maybe Arab people or we didn't know, if you know what I mean. And like, in some way, we're having a relationship with those people. And yet, I was alone in my house with my cat and the only like real physical relationship I was having was with the cat, actually. 
and you know how just a, a blank screen and Jane does indeed mention the screen, the watching yeah. the TV, and when you switch the light out, does it mean that the relationship's gone away? Yeah. You know, when I turn the telly off, has the relationship ended, or what? Yeah. 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 Something that came up for me there um, when reading this uh, chapter again was um, actually it's interesting that you mentioned the the twin towers, Elaine, because a couple of things this week, a, a TV program about Northern Ireland, which has had a major impact on me, and reading this morning about yesterday's dam burst in Ukraine, and it's the same type of thing. We're not there. We don't know these people, um, but it's it's the it's the impact and the feeling of. It, I I just had a, a vision of your two what you just said earlier, uh, Greg. The two circles and the little line. Mm. It, it's almost like that. There's a little invisible line. There's something that's drawing us. Um, and then at what point is does the contaminated thinking come in and kind of spoil that little invisible line? I suppose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The way you described that, I mean, this is uh, what showed up for me is like the, the almost like a self-defense mechanism or something in our system about um, breaking that line or that connection to, to keep us safe or protected from, you know, a wave of emotions or, uh, whatever, like things are happening all over the world all the time. Mm. And, you know, I don't know. It's the first time I've ever thought about <laughs> this in that, in that way, but that there's some method to the, to that separation. Um, that on at my first glance at it, it seems to be a safety thing. Um, anyway. That's a fresh, fresh thought off the presses. <laughs> so I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but it, to, to me, it makes a lot of sense, Greg. Um, you know, it seems it seems in this this world that is just too full of people and too full of things and too full of stuff and and too full of poverty and too full full of general poor health, you know, in a general kind of that 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 indeed the the solution could even look like that the best thing we can do is actually separate from another human being, you know, keep out of the way, keep safe, don't get the disease, mm. don't get COVID, keep your mask on, do all of that. But the the illness is actually the separation itself, yeah. if if you like. Mm. At least that's that's what came to mind just as you were speaking, Greg, from that, from your fresh thought. Yeah. Well, yeah. and since you related it to the pandemic, it's at least my experience. Even though the, there seem to be practical reasons for that separation, 
there was more harm than good that came from it. <laughs> um, yeah. I think as a, you know, as a species, we're, we're meant to be connected. We're meant to be yeah. shared, yeah. you know, um, Oh, absolutely. But but an understanding mm -hmm. that, you know, where the connection is, which is already within you, it's already it's within you and without you, but it's yeah. already there. We can't we can't not be connected. Yeah, yeah we can't not yeah. have that. And it's, and it's there even when we think it's not. Yeah. Is yeah. that and when you know that it's there, mm -hmm. you can for a probably for a very long period of time, obviously, providing you have food and water kind of thing, you, you know, live let's say in seclusion because it's it actually is safer if we're talking about a pandemic or, yeah. or a viral infection or something but people were going crazy with with covid because of that because they were made to be secluded if you yeah. like but but if you can see you know it's okay because like yeah you know my mum and dad are still there my sister's over there my friend's just around the corner and that'll be okay and you know yeah. then you go okay, okay this is cool and i can i can handle this yeah. <laughs> sort of thing yeah but the problem was that, that, that we didn't know that yeah. we or that we don't know that we are actually already connected yeah. it was the not the, the non-knowing and the misunderstanding of what connection really means it's interesting over the course of that, you know, that two year period or whatever, with all the coaching courses I've been on and stuff like it via Zoom, I've actually met and made, you know, good friendships with a lot of people from around the world whom, yeah. if not for this technology, I you know, would never be able to, yeah. to meet people. Yeah. I certainly don't meet that many. Like I meet more people on Zoom than I do in real life. <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy what I I only I don't normally write anything down but when I was reading page 174 that where it starts contaminated thinking creates the experience of separation mm. and we probably already touched on it there what I, what I wrote down what, what is some of the contamination thinking that does create this experience of separation and I couldn't help taking myself back to thinking about war zones and s struggle and because for sure all this horrible shit wouldn't be going on if there was not contaminated thinking people felt like you know that was my brother my sister my connectedness that just how is it possible that it could be going on it doesn't mm -hmm. seem to me like it could that it's possible yeah um, yeah, can, that's contaminated thinking with a capital C. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... it. Go ahead, Lynn. No, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll come back to it. It's fine. It just popped yeah, up. Go ahead. No, no, I'm good. Okay. I was only going to say that the, the the thing is that more often than not that the, the the contamination is indeed well not not more often it's always our own though we 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 do it to ourselves mm -hmm. you know they don't like me or I don't like them or you know I I want that country um, I don't want to give up my country um, blah 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 but it's it's always our own it's and it's it's incredible when you see it like that you can see like it. It's never got anything to do with anybody else. Never. Mm -hmm. Never, 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 never. 
that's funny because what when when what just popped up Elaine was when I read that as we get caught up in contaminated thinking I was just thinking about myself when do I get caught up in contaminated thinking and not feel connected it's all of that you know that oh people think this or I think that or they're better I'm not good enough all, all this stuff that we create in our heads that creates that that snaps that line if you like it's yeah and yeah that's that's probably it for me I, I highlighted the line just before the London Olympics section it's oh, a, yeah, you, when you listen deeply and allow connection to emerge the resulting conversations can be profound creative and extremely useful and i think i would guess for all three of us as coaches our coaching conversations with our clients fit that bill perfectly and uh what i realize is i so easily f like slide into that deep listening mode when i'm with a client but when i'm talking to my wife or my kids I'm I'm not in that deep listening mode most of the time, and uh, as a result, the, the connection <laughs> isn't what it could be, and and uh, um, the the resulting conversations are certainly not profound or creative. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's you know just just observing that and being aware of it. I think for me is has been very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they say, Greg, that the, the very fact that you're sharing that with us and everybody else who's listening is going to create a huge shift for you with that. Well done, Greg. <laughs> the, uh, the London Olympics story was quite interesting to me. Mm especially just how easily the the world or, or the UK fell into the the explanation for everyone getting along so well yeah. during the Olympics. Well, it must be the Olympics yeah. <laughs> to the point where, you know, they're bringing on experts like Jamie onto Sky TV to, to explain this phenomenon, you know, the Olympic effect or whatever you would call it. But um it just for me, it just highlighted how easily we fall into the trap of pointing to our circumstances to explain what's going on. Um, yeah, that kind of also gives me the sense of you know the the old the word that we sort of maybe thirty or forty years ago or seventies, eighties, nineties would still be, uh, let's say, in fashion, which would you know when you get the vibe. Mm. So, you know, you can see that in a big stadium or watching a big athletic event or especially or a football stadium or some or a baseball stadium or something like that. And then like your team wins and they're playing at home. So the most of the fans are the, you know, the home team mm. kind of thing. And, you know, we've all, we've all seen it on the TV and like, or the goal is scored or the, the I don't know what the, Thing is when the, the biggest points you can make on a baseball hit, I don't know what it's Home called. run. Thank you. Home <laughs> run is, is done. And like the crowd just go wild. And oh, and I've seen this, of course, when, when Roger Federer won his tennis games, I would be absolutely, you know, I would be just, you yeah. know, to be to be carried off 
in Italy and he's like playing Wimbledon or Miami or wherever the hell he's <laughs> yeah. playing, you know, I'm, I'm to carry on. But the vibe is something like, it, I suppose physics would descri- describe it as a, it's just something to do, I think, with like coherence. Mm-hmm. And that when the energy levels are such and they're all vibrating at the same level, there's like a circular sort of movement that is created. And and apparently this would apply, let's say, to, let's say, ill health like a cancer. So if the energy is so strong and it's, so, it's a good vibe, let's mm. say, then the energy will move at that vibration, altitude and frequency, at a certain, in a certain way with a certain strength behind it. If you try to like get one other, the body, if you like, so you can think about the cancer cell or something like that, or the the only person who doesn't like Roger Federer or whatever, like, or that person, you know, the best thing they can do is just shut up. Because what will happen if they try to go against the current that's been created, you know, then they do waves in stadiums mm-hmm. as well. You can't resist. You've got to stand yeah. up and do your wave, haven't you? Yeah. Whether you want to or not, you kind of get carried with the with the, with the whole crowd. You just get up and do a wave as as you know as, as it comes to you. Well, but apparently the sort of the, the counterpart won't ever make it because the energy is so strong, mm. and that it will automatically turn round and become part of, let's say, the wave. And that's apparently also how many, let's say, healing techniques work. The idea is to create the energy that is so strong, it is so in unison, it's so connected, it's so at the same vibe. Mm. And and that that's how it works. And that's you know what that feelings of connection and belonging in that same paragraph are natural for people when they're not lost in isolated, stressful thinking, that when people feel more connected, they have a greater sense of well-being. It makes perfect sense. You know, you just do. You don't even know why, but you just do. You just feel better. And I can remember, you know, I was in tears when, you know, the, the last time, and perhaps one of his, well, the last time Roger won before he retired, before he went away, you know, I was, I was just, I was literally, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but the feeling is so good, you know, and, and mm. I'm, I'm at home on my own. I'm not even sure if the neighbours actually knocked on the wall because I was making such a noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, you know, that's, that's the connection. Uh, and whilst you were just talking, I had a lovely feeling actually whereas you guys were just going through that little back and forth. But whilst you were just talking there, I was thinking, in that there's something about the when you were talking about the energy, Elaine, it's like how come we get a good feeling hanging out with some people and we don't hang out with others? It has to be about the energy. It has to be. There's nothing. What else can yeah. it be? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you were just sitting going through that, I was yeah. thinking, yeah, just all... Yeah, it's, it's the thoughts are feeling. made of energy. Yeah, that's what they're made of, and they also, and I've actually participated in 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 my chapter in in experiments that we've done, and people those those in the know who can actually measure 
the 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 quality of energy that's actually flowing through your body and there's just no two ways about it if your thoughts are dark um unkind mm. the, the 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 energy that the body produces from the thought so it's a thought that produces the energy form they are dense low slow vibrating wave mm. As you go up the scale towards joy, happiness, gratitude, love, the energy is, the amplitude is wider, the frequency is higher, vibrates much more quickly. So because we are actually all vibrating creatures, that's what we do all the time, every moment, even when we're asleep, we vibrate because of our thoughts at a certain energy. And if you're not in a good mood, your energy will vibrate at a lower, denser, more, let's say, not so nice energy, mm. leaving space for, of course, the the systems within you. So, like your your lymphatic system, your endocrine system, your respiratory system, all the rest of it, who vibrate at the lower energy also and become unwell. But the other thing is because we're all connected that energy will be felt by another person. Mm. It, and it's, again, it's because we're connected that we do indeed feel and sometimes can, let's say, be swayed in the way that you feel because of another person's energy. That's, mm. that's true. But again, when you know that that's how it works, you will sort of put in place and it'll be like if a cancer is going to enter the body, let's say, or create itself in the body, you can put the correct and necessary safety boundaries in place. So your immune system will start working. That's mm. what happens, basically. And in our case, in our work, your psychological immune system is fully prepared and ready and fired to work. That's how it works. But yes, you do actually feel other people's energy. You feel it. Mm. You do. We're made to do that. We need mm. to. It, it's a, it's mm. another safety mechanism. We need to know what's going on. Dogs do it. Mm. I was thinking about animals, actually, and yeah. their reaction when people are depressed or, un, or physically unwell. Or, yeah, they know. Yeah. They, they react. Yeah. But the contamination in this case has taken away or has moved us away from that very natural instinctive ability that we already have. Mm. So, so kind of, I guess, our work is bringing ourselves and other people back to the basic state, which is exactly what we're doing. Yeah. It, it reminds me of this on the bottom of 177 where he talks about tangible and not real. Our experience of the world yeah. form, including each other, is a tangible illusion, tangible but not real. The principles behind clarity represent a deeper reality, intangible but utterly real, giving rise to the tangible illusion of the material world. And get this, the images on the screen have no existence independent of the light from the projector. Um, and then it goes on, but it was, you know, I think in a lot of the, the coaching circles that we join in things, the reason we keep coming back to it is because we love the tangible feeling 
of being with, with connecting with with like-minded people um even though we know those feelings are coming from within ourselves like we don't need the group but we need the group <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it yeah. seems funny, anyway yeah yeah <laughs> love that right yeah yeah love that. Shall we skip to the thought experiment? Yeah. Is there anything else in this? Um, Do you want me to read it out? Sure. So this is on 178 Thought Experiment. Connection, intimacy, and love are what's already there for us when there's nothing else in the way. What would it mean for you and your various relationships if this were true? I know for me, every single relationship I have, including with my dog, has improved since I've been looking in this direction and, and getting a deeper understanding of this stuff. So, and it, it's not because I'm doing anything. It, it's literally that subtractive psychology. There's less things getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking of that. I'm thinking how weird, like maybe a couple of years ago, I would have struggled to understand the question. Okay, maybe about one year ago, I'd have sort of said, yeah, that looks like things probably would get better. And then a little bit further down the line, oh, yeah, like, you know, undoubtedly, this, this is definitely the way forward. Mm. Now I'm looking at it and I'm kind of thinking, well, it's obvious. Like, what a stupid question. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you know, oh, I mean, hats off, hats off to that question. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, you know, yes, what else can you say, at least for me? You know, like, it's kind of obvious, isn't it? <laughs> kind of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually run through um, quite a lot of my relationships when I read that, but what, what it reminded me of, and don't ask me what course it was, it doesn't matter, one of our group things, when we were talking about um it must about must have been about niching or clients or something and i remember i didn't go back and find it today but i remember going oh, i can literally work with anyone it's like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. it was just like something um i've just remembered that and i have forgotten along the way i'll put my hand up and say i've forgotten that along the way at times but just there was a moment where it just like, like, yeah, you know, we are all connected and we're all the same at the end of the day and all, you know, put it, simplify it, simplify it, simplify it. And what would it mean? You know, what would it mean if, if you just had that with everybody that you, you sat with and because it's just there, it's, mm -hmm. it opens everything up. It's just, yeah. yeah it's funny you say that about thinking about past relationships because I, same thing happened to me in terms of I was thinking about, um either past bosses or past executives and things like people people that i thought were real jerks were uh egomaniacs didn't treat people right like uh, people that i had quite a bit of um i don't know disdain and possibly hatred towards because of the way i perceived that they treated people but the you know when i thought about this how how think realizing this were true and how it would affect those relationships like how how much differently I could approach those. I mean, we, we talked before this call about having compassion for ourselves, but, you know, also having compassion for, for other people. Um, so yeah, when, when you come, come from that place, 
of connection and love and and so on that uh, um, it can't help but make every you know every relationship better. Yeah. Um, or it takes you out of an equation maybe where there is a very, very conflict conflictual mm-hmm. relationship, which which would put put you in a place of choice, therefore empowerment. Mm. You know, because sometimes when there is a let's say a conflicting relationship, we get again stuck in the contaminated thinking that, oh my goodness. You know, I'm I'm going to divorce this woman, or I'm going to, you know, or I'm going to shoot my boss, or I'm going to do because this he's just, or they are just unbearable. They, it's it's not possible. But when you come from there, mm. you you're automatically empowered to do the very best thing that can be done, which maybe remove yourself from the scene, yeah. you know, before you do shoot them, kind of thing, <laughs> or you know, or maybe just. Say okay, you know I, I I get you, man. Um, you and I really can't be talking about this because we do not see eye to eye, and we never will. Yeah. But and but there's never sort of a kind of a turnaround, so that one has to one person ever has to put up with another person. <laughs> so it, it's always an advantage, if you like. Yeah. Like it's 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 a win win situation. However you look at it, it's it's a winner. Mm. Well, let's let's end this chapter on that winning note. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll move on. See you guys next time. Thanks so much for this. Uh, connected conversation today thank you thank you thank you greg thank you lynn thanks